0: Hey guys, this week's episode is going to be great. It is one of my most favorite ones that we have ever done on the show. And we will get to it in just a second. But first, we have to make an announcement. We recorded this week's episode last week. And in the interim, we got some exciting news that we have to lead off with an announcement about. Back up just a little bit, we shouted out the Ezekiel Academy Knights a few episodes ago. They're a homeschool baseball team in Montgomery, Alabama. Some of their members... Uh, we're listening to the podcast, reading my blog, uh, reached out to me. So we obviously decided this is the, now the official baseball team of Fun Sexy Bible Time. Anyway, long story short, they informed me uh, a couple days ago that they have won their homeschool baseball championship, which is an incredible feat, which needs to be addressed now. Congratulations to the Ezekiel Academy Knights this was brought to my attention by friend of the podcast friend of the blog ian grigsby so i am assuming that they won this championship based solely on ian grigsby's incredible play on the diamond and and that's what i will continue to believe until i hear differently so official congratulations from fun sexy bible time to the ezekiel academy knights now let's get on with the show That went to an unexpected place, but I enjoyed it.
1: It it always does. Also, that's what she said. (laughs) How dare you? Sorry, it was right there. That's
0: what she said. I think secretly. (laughs) What about the verse in Ezekiel where it talks about uh, how she lusted after her lovers whose genitals were like those of donkeys?
1: Mm, Damn, every girl dreams of that.
0: Hey, welcome back to the show. Thank you for being with us. I'm Matthew. She's Maggie. I'm in Alabama. Hola. She's in California. Maggie, what's going on?
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: Uh, this is probably a bad idea. Uh, to have you back on. The I podcast.
1: like those. I like bad ideas.
0: <laughs> Maggie's one of my uh, probably one of my oldest friends. We met like in what 2002. We were both interns at Focus on the Family.
1: Yeah, I think Dr. Dobson was trying to, you know, like angle something with me and you stepped in with like a big brother role and we're very protective. (laughs) We weren't supposed to let that get out. The PR team did a really good job covering that. I said,
0: Jimmy, you're focusing on the wrong family.
1: (laughs) We're not trying to make new families. We're trying to keep the current ones strong. Is that a cassette tape in your pocket, Dr. Dobson, or are you just happy for hey, the interns? How, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you
0: make inappropriate jokes on Fun Sexy? I well. know. Uh,
1: we only... We
0: really, actually, speak. the the correct joke right there is is he was offering to take you on an adventure in Odyssey.
1: <laughs> yes, in his, what is it, the Imagination Station? Also known as his favorite bathroom stall. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: We are two focus on in. the family's
1: going to hunt us down,
0: <laughs> th-
1: sue us for slander.
0: <laughs> we are two minutes in, and this is already a huge mistake.
1: <laughs> my kind of my kind of podcast.
0: Okay, okay. So a couple weeks ago, I did a as, as you guys know, I, I write very serious think pieces for Christianity.
1: They're provoking.
0: And uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, I did a think piece on masturbation in the church. Mm. And uh, I, I, testify. Post, I, <laughs> I posted it, and I was like, as soon as I posted, it I was like, you know what? Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna touch this. And then I, and then <laughs> <laughs>
1: nobody can touch this. It's also the reason so many homeschoolers need to masturbate <laughs> because nobody's gonna touch this. Said <laughs> every Bible school student ever.
0: <laughs> uh... I walked I'm into sorry. that one. <laughs> just, I deserved everything thing that just happened right there. <laughs> I walked into that one. Um anyway, I I was I posted it on Facebook and I was like, you know what? Nobody this is one of those that like nobody's gonna share because of the content. And lo and behold, uh my oldest friend jumped on it and I mean it just goes to your just goes it's, it's a compliment to you that you care enough about the church that you would publicly share a think piece on masturbation.
1: It's an important issue. I think we need to bring it to light. <laughs> Not literally. I don't want people doing that out in broad daylight in public because they'll get arrested. But <laughs> people need to be more comfortable talking about it. And I actually saw something on Facebook. I don't know why I'm friends with people that post things like this, but it said that May is National Masturbation Month. So really you were just slightly ahead of the game in posting that. <laughs>
0: Well, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, I did get some people arguing masturbation theology on Facebook because Mm -hmm. of that article.
1: Well, that's a boner killer.
0: (laughs) It was like I'm glad
1: I'm glad they do that.
0: It was like a uh, this 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 cat left like a it's probably like a 300 word comment with like uh, all kinds of Bible verses attached to it of you know obviously this is why this article is wrong. Yeah, and it's like, dude. Wow. it's It was it's supposed to be funny. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. What are you doing here? He he, homeboy sounds like he needs someone to lay hands on him <laughs> and just work out some tension that's creating all this curmudgeonliness
0: Okay, so segueing seamlessly from uh, masturbation <laughs> into homeschooling.
1: Every homeschooler's favorite topics. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, so I don't know, I remember how we got on this, but we were talking about what would Trump be like as a homeschooler.
1: Well, I don't know why we wouldn't get on that topic, but yes, carry Obviously, on.
0: I mean, other other podcasts are not going to address this issue; it falls to us.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, our duty. <clears throat> so, Trump as a homeschooler.
0: Yeah, I'm going to let you. T- I'm going to let you take this, but f- I think first of all, we need to talk about like the different. We need to differentiate between the different kinds of homeschoolers before we start labeling people yes um, yes
1: let's break it down
0: first of all obviously we have the true believers um, yes these are the people who, everybody's favorites <laughs> these are the people who view homeschooling as, as a calling uh, these are the people who um, don't want their kids in public school because of the sex ed classes or evolution uh, it
1: will corrupt them
0: extreme cases of true believers are the people who have the bunkers uh, in the yes. in the in the acreage behind their house,
1: they kind of fence in their kids in the house, almost like a little zoo. It's like we bought a zoo, the movie, but the horror film version, because they fence the kids in. Like you will not contact the outside world. They have Ama- the Amazon Prime all their groceries in, so that they don't have to leave the house. They can just stay inside sewing denim jumpers all day. <laughs>
0: Different different levels of the true believer. Uh, yes, my, my family was true believer. They weren't like they didn't have the bunker, but my family was true believers oh. in the sense that like you know we weren't allowed to go outside before two or two thirty because the school board would find us and come and take us away.
1: Oh, okay. Kind of like uh, in Nazi Germany, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> with homeschooling. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only Nazi joke I'm going to make because I want to be able to I, actually get a job in the future.
0: <laughs> I would hope that that's not the only Nazi joke. You would, you would
1: it's not the only one I can come up with. <laughs> but I'm just thinking for future job security. I don't want to leave a trail.
0: Okay, also the uh, there's the last resort homeschoolers. Uh, the homeschoolers who pretend like this is some sacred calling, but really what's going on is that they're Hellspawn has been kicked out of every public and private school within mm-hmm. 50 miles.
1: And they don't want to send them to military school.
0: Yes. So they're literally homeschooling because it's the last resort. Um,
1: no and f- are they actually homeschooling? Or do the Hellspawn just kind of do their thing at home? <laughs> While mom tells whoever the like educational inspector is, like, oh, yeah, Jimmy's fine. He is passing math. Doesn't mention that it's third grade math and old Jimmy is 17. But, yeah, he's passing math.
0: I feel like you I feel like that's a personal thing for you, like you've known people like this.
1: Oh no. Oh no. Not at all. Never. Okay. Only half the homeschoolers I know.
0: There's also the uh this is a fairly <clears throat> excuse me, this is a fairly recent one. Like we didn't have these when I was growing up, but there are there is a species of crunchy homeschoolers now.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> they smell like patchouli. Where Actually, they smell a little more like bo because they don't use deodorant. They use <laughs> that Tom's that doesn't do crap.
0: <laughs> where it's almost like uh, it's almost like homeschooling is is widespread and accepted enough now. Where it's kind of it's kind of like uh, like the cool thing, not the cool thing to do because it's homeschooling, but you know what I you mean? Know. like it's the uh, yeah. well
1: you're not alternative enough yes. if you're homeschooling just homeschooling you got to do something else
0: yes these are the people who like alternative that's a great word for it because it's like you know we pulled uh, our daughter storm out of public school so she could do independent studies mm-hmm. like, these are people who are big on like the independent studies yeah.
1: stuff or like unschooling like we don't want our child to be forced into a regimented education so we'll let them learn organically at home well we make organic soaps together <laughs> okay you do that have fun <laughs>
0: Okay, I think we've insulted just about everybody.
1: Um, Probably, we might find some gaps, but we'll fill that in later. Okay, Shots so, will be fine.
0: So take take this around with it. What do, what do you? Yeah. I know you put some thought on this. What kind of homeschooler would Trump be?
1: Oh, this is exciting. He would be the little prick that's on the debate team, <laughs> but he's on like every debate team in the county because he's an overachiever, and you don't really know what he does on the debate team because he's never doing a whole lot of work in any of the 17 debate teams he's on. But then when you actually go to debate, and I'm just kind of guessing because I've never actually been on a debate team. I wasn't that kind of homeschooler. So I'm free balling this. But when you go and do your debate thing and you're on stage talking, he just takes over. And he's everywhere and you don't know how, but he's suddenly monologuing for 15 minutes. And no one can get in a word edgewise and the parents are looking at each other like, who is this kid? What is he doing? He's your kid. He's your kid. And his parents are just sitting in the back, slowly rubbing their hands together like, yes, this is my child on his path to world dominion.
0: Is he the and then, school kid who wears a suit at all times?
1: Yes, he wears a suit like you're going to the grocery store <laughs> at 11 a.m. on a Wednesday, and he's in a suit with a power tie.
0: Has he ever had a girlfriend? At
1: That's... Hard to tell. He does have little hands, so it might be nice to have a girlfriend whose big hands would make him feel safe when they're walking hand in hand down the street. Um, my guess is yes. If Trump were a homeschooler, he would have a girlfriend, but she would be a public school girlfriend, and she'd be secret. Okay. And she'd be older than him and taller, but he would woo her with his like charisma and probably bribery, <laughs> like money. And then because she's a public schooler, she knows all about, like, fake tans and stuff, so they bond over that and get into that, and then it leaves a lasting <laughs> mark on him. follows him the rest of his life.
0: I, <laughs> I, I love every part of that. I would, oh, like- but the only,
1: the only thing, like, negative from his homeschooling would be he has a really um, unsettling interaction with one of the debate judges, who's an older female with, um, how shall we say, boy hair, a boy haircut and a power suit or pantsuit pantsuit. I'm sorry. And so that kind of creates some trauma and that uh, residual trauma follows him and explains a lot of the conflict he now has with Hillary (laughs) and we've come full circle folks.
0: I feel like he's the homeschool, like the random homeschool kid that calls adults by their first name.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, those, my parents hated those homeschool kids. They would have beat my little ass if I tried that, but he somehow gets away with it. Like the parents don't notice until he's left. And then they're like, wait, what the hell or what the heck? I don't know what homeschool slang is these days.
0: Yeah. I've been out of the game for a while, even though I am a homeschool dad. I, uh...
1: Yeah. But see you're wait. So what brand of homeschool are you guys?
0: Uh, I don't know. Like we don't fit cleanly into any one of them. So we're sort of like a weird mixture between the true believers and the uh, the last resort. Okay. Um, not
1: because so you I could say you're multicultural out. homeschooling.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Different category. We're legacy homeschoolers. I think legacy homeschoolers mm. are a category. All of them. Yes. Themselves.
1: Multi generational.
0: Because it's like they pick, they carry certain things of homeschooling with them, but like also they think they're so much cooler than other homeschoolers.
1: I mean, you probably are. (laughs) There could be arguments made. You have a podcast called Fun Sexy Bible Time. I don't know a lot of homeschool parents who could do that.
0: So, okay, Hillary. Hillary is a homeschooler. What kind of homeschooler is Hillary?
1: She's the little girl that always has to one-up everybody in class. So the teacher, well you're at home, but when you go to any kind of like homeschooling function where all the kids are together and they need a volunteer or someone asks a question, her hand shoots up or she's running to the front of the room. She's got to be there. She's got to be front and center showing off what she knows and what she's got. Mm -hmm. And then when you have like your homeschool co-op get together and they're playing tug-of-war or any kind of kids game, she's trying to overpower the boys and she doesn't want things to be split boys- versus girls or anything because that's not fair and she'll you know stand up on a picnic table and lecture everyone about feminism and they're like, you're 11 years old, how do you know what that word means? (laughs) And then she goes home and she tells her homeschool parents that she wants to learn how to knit so that she can make a genital hat to wear to the next homeschool (laughs) co-op because she already knows how to sew and that's how she makes her pantsuits
0: Okay, but I'm, I'm guessing the genital hat is not embroidered with Proverbs 31
1: no. I personally would put Proverbs 31 on my genital hat. I think everybody should have Proverbs 31 stamped on their genitals, hats or otherwise. <laughs> that way people know when you're marching, you're doing it for the Lord. Death, beauty is fleeting, but a genital hat will last forever.
0: Does she conspire with the homeschool co-op? Does she collude with the homeschool co-op to screw over homeschool Bernie Sanders?
1: Oh, absolutely. She hates little homeschool Bernie because he's very inclusive. He wants everybody to be included, less of the competition. She thinks they should all. He thinks they should all share their lunches when they come together for their homeschool picnics. So she hates him. She's also the homeschooler who walks into the church uh, meeting room or whatever for some kind of homeschool um, event, and the doorway starts to kind of sizzle like electric sparks. Because the Lord is not pleased when he enters her house, his house. Wow, I got super progressive there. And she probably, I'm just guessing, throwing this out there, my guess is that she really struggled um, as a homeschooler with any kind of technological communication. Like, people didn't trust her to talk to them on uh, AOL Instant Messenger or email, because they're like, this girl, she never knows how to respond. She gets so confused, so confused.
0: I feel like homeschool Hillary Clinton is going to plan the homeschool, pr- the, well, it can't be a homeschool prom, it'd be a homeschool banquet.
1: Yes, banquet. And I just feel like it would sort of be no a disaster. No touching. It would be. She would try to implement some kind of dress code, <laughs> but I bet the homeschool parents wouldn't go for it. And then the kids also would be upset, like, why why do we have to wear pantsuits? What's with you in pantsuits? And the boys would be like, why is this a banquet? I thought you promised us a prom. Like, we were going to get to dance with girls and actually, like, stand 8 inches apart instead of 12. And it would just be a mess. It would go up in flames.
0: Okay, the one that's way too easy, because I feel like this was every homeschooler I've ever known, is Ted Cruz.
1: Yes. Oh, Ted Cruz... I think invented homeschooling.
0: I mean, how many he invented Cruz, homeschooling? How many Ted Cruises have you have you known that were homeschooled? Like uh, just
1: about, place? yeah, it's probably at least fifty percent of them. <laughs> They're just like little Ted Cruz duplicates because he kind of when he invented homeschooling back in fifteen hundred BC, he put his DNA into it, kind of like a horocrux. And then become, and that uh, because he invented homeschooling, you know, he's that kind of homeschooler. So he invented reincarnation, and that's how he reincar- reincarnated himself for the two thousand sixteen primaries. <laughs>
0: that that went to an unexpected place, but I enjoyed it.
1: It, it always does. Also, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs>
0: how dare you?
1: I'm sorry, it was right there.
0: That's what she said. I do secretly.
1: <laughs> secretly, the Baptists out there probably really appreciate this. Because I don't know about you, but the Baptists I know, they're all like closet freaks.
0: <laughs> it's that repression. Turn it turns people, people freaky. Out.
1: It does. It just has to come out some way. If you don't, like, make a way for it, it's like weird. Um, sexual vomit is not the right way to put it, but. <laughs> That's the only term that came to mind. That's my
0: that's my favorite jam band, sexual vomit.
1: <laughs> sexual vomit. I could see that being a band. We could make t shirts.
0: It's like a string cheese still- incident cover band or something.
1: Oh, oh I haven't heard of that one. Yeah. That sounds spicy. I think fun sexy Bible time needs its own T shirts or hats.
0: Yeah, some people have uh some people have been asking about that.
1: Um How about underwear? <laughs> Cut straight DJs. Be provocative. It's about, already called fun sexy. How about fun. denim
0: jumpers with fun sexy bible time on them?
1: Yes. Patches, patches that people can put on their denim jumpers. <laughs> Maybe we can even make it some kind of a like Girl Scout badge or a Boy Scout badge. So they like do a project involving fun, sexy Bible time and then they can put their little you know phallic shaped Bible badge on their vest and brag about it to all their fellow homeschooled boy scout friends
0: (laughs) okay um, question is Ted Cruz the perfect homeschooler or I'm throwing you a curveball here is Ron Paul the perfect homeschooler Oh, this is a tough one
1: yeah I don't even know where to start because Ron Paul is so like he would be that contrarian homeschooler yeah The one who always has to like, okay, like, I know, you know, you won't let us go to public school because they talk about evolution, but what about this? What about intelligent design? All these alternative theories like pushing back and the adults just don't know what to do because they're like, damn, kid has good arguments,
0: Yeah,
1: but we don't know what to do. But then Ted Cruz, he's just like, I mean, he invented homeschooling, but aside from that, he's poster child, homeschooler, like he's the one that goes and interview or gets into all the colleges he's applied
0: to. Okay, here's the difference between I'm going to go deep into the homeschool yeah. ethos here. The difference between Ted Cruz homeschooler and Ron Paul homeschooler. Ted Cruz has got a little bit of that manifest destiny in him. Mm. Like those kind mm. of homeschoolers of it is God's will for America to be great. Yes. And
1: yes, Ron, he does have a little manifest. He's
0: on the him. other side of that. He doesn't believe that it's God's will for America to be great. He's more along the lines of um, you know, Let's let's burn our social security cards and have nothing to do with America, the government.
1: Yes, I so I think. Do you think Ron Paul would have a bunker? Would he be a bunker family?
0: He would, but he would let anybody into his bunker because he, yeah, would, he's a cool dude. I mean, he's gonna roll like that. He's gonna let yeah. illegal immigrants into his bunker. He's gonna let. <laughs> he's Parenthood, not gonna build a wall. Plant Parenthood is gonna be walking inside his bunker. Like he's just gonna let anybody in because.
1: He'll he'll let gay people in Yeah, because he's progressive like that. And Ted Cruz might put them through conversion therapy before they come into his bunker. (laughs) I think that he would be like, yes, but you're welcome and the Lord loves you, but I need to convert you first. And they're like, we already believe in Jesus. And he's like, no, I, I don't mean your heart. I mean your other parts. And then there's like dun 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 scary music, and like the side conversion bunker opens, and damn, I'm walking like right into another Nazi joke, and I just can't.
0: <laughs> well, the, in the side room is is a sewing machine where they embroider Proverbs 31 onto the genital hats.
1: Yes, yes, and verses from Song of Solomon. Yeah. <laughs> I really think that would be like the perfect rebellious homeschooler tattoo, uh-huh. because it's a Bible verse. So technically homeschool parents shouldn't be too upset by something from the Bible, but it's Song of Solomon. It's like straight fun sexy Bible time ethos imprinted somewhere on your body. Maybe like a tramp stamp. Yeah.
0: Is that for is that for a dude or a lady homeschooler?
1: Probably both, because I'm guessing as homeschoolers they would not be quite socially adept enough to realize that tramp stamps were really only for females and really should have died out by about 2004. But everything hits the homeschooling community a little late in terms of popular stuff, so they might actually still be on track.
0: Okay, so... Okay. That's one. What about the verse in Ezekiel where it talks about uh, how she lusted after her lovers whose genitals were like those of donkeys?
1: Mm, Damn. Every girl dreams of that. (laughs) 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 Like Me and my girlfriends, it's always, hope he's hung like a donkey.
0: I feel like
1: that would (laughs) be like um,
0: I feel like a like a like a boy homeschooler could get that tattooed somewhere on him, like like donkey yeah. dong, like some kind of donkey donkey dong.
1: Device. Yeah, like in really big letters across the top of his back or something. Maybe a chest plate that says donkey dong, <laughs> <laughs> with then like some kind of phallic image going down his sternum. That would probably happen when he's in his rebellious phase around age 19, realizing, oh my gosh, what did homeschooling do? Why am I still a virgin? Oh no. And he's like, I got to stick it to mom and dad, but not by like moving out of their house or anything. I'll just get a tattoo.
0: Donkey Dong. Hey, it's biblical.
1: It is. It could be, Oh, actually, well, I was going to say it could be a game, but then it started sounding like something that was probably illegal in a lot of states <laughs> to make a game called Donkey Dong. It's Like the adult version of Donkey Kong
0: that would be like one of those like old like Nintendo games that the Christian bookstores sold of like Bible adventures that would be one of those like yes, Donkey yes,
1: Kong. like their Christian version of Mario <laughs> or Mario Kart, where you like instead of picking you know Yoshi or Mario or Luigi, you pick a disciple to ride in his little Bible car, and you're instead of like the Mario Kart trails through the beach or the whatever you're like a driving through. Jerusalem and then through um, or like across the Sea of Galilee like all these ups and downs oh no there's an obstacle like you hit that shell you have leprosy now you get slowed down for a while that kind of thing
0: I I thoroughly enjoyed that I I had no idea where that was going but I I enjoyed every bit of it
1: I didn't either but the spirit moved me you can't see me but I've got a spirit flag out I'm rolling (laughs) Having a very Pentecostal moment, my Catholic roots are just don't know what to do.
0: I, I don't know where to go from that. I really don't. Can we just abruptly change topics?
1: Yeah, that works. We're homeschoolers.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I have to ask this. We, we talked about this one before we went on, but um, who would you rather date, James Dobson oh, or John yes. Piper?
1: Mm. I want to say, well, because James Dobson, like, you think family man. But then, obviously, we have that history from when we were interns back in 2002, so so we know he might not be that much of a family man in the conventional sense. But John Piper, oh, sweet, sweet John Piper, who has a great last name, (laughs) which could be made into so many sexual jokes,
0: Hey, if you so think, I think we I have haven't already done that on a FSBT episode, you're sadly yeah. mistaken.
1: I might need to look that one up. Yeah. Because you know how people do the wedding hashtags these days? Like you get engaged and you don't just need a ring, you need a hashtag. Yeah. If you were going to marry John Piper, it could be like, I'd pipe that or <laughs> getting piped tonight or something You know, super crude <laughs> along those lines. <laughs> I think that would be good. That would make it worth it. So yeah, I go with John Piper.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we did an episode where we talked about like the most inappropriate sounding names in Christian culture, mm. and uh, John Piper was one of them.
1: Who else was up there?
0: One of my personal favorites was uh the Southern Baptist. Um, what, what is it? One of their one of their organizations. I think it's the ERLC. The the former president of that organization was named Richard Land,
1: hmm.
0: which, if you shorten that, becomes Richard- the greatest name of all time.
1: Dick Land, <laughs> which is like <laughs> Disneyland for sex addicts. <laughs> Bachelorette parties are very commonly thrown there. <laughs> for uh, parties and booking inquiries, please email dickland at com. Also, apologies to whoever actually has that email. He's now going to get some very interesting messages.
0: Would Chris Christie be the most annoying homeschooler of all time?
1: I think so. I mean, just look at the guy. Just so, like, he'd be the one that doesn't really have anything to say but says it anyway and yeah. somehow is offensive but not funny.
0: Yeah, he just screams, like, obnoxious homeschooler.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The kid that... Nobody really likes, but they tolerate him. And he says he doesn't like them, but deep down he wants their approval. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, ah. Like, you're the awkward kid that they didn't even include in Sandlot. Like, they cut that character because it was so annoying just to the producers. (laughs) But you're the real-life version. We can't escape you. Why are you here? (laughs) And then he would be super hard on his kids when he was an adult. Like what, you have to go make friends. You have to excel.
0: Now you you brought up the Sandlot. We can't let that go. We, we have to talk yes. about the Sandlot. What what Sandlot sure. character was most likely to be homeschooled?
1: Um, you know I I forget his name, but I go with the kid that pretended to drown so he could make out with the lifeguard. Squints. Because yeah, you don't get that smart if you're not homeschooled. Like that's homeschooler brilliance right there. <laughs> but like homeschooler brilliance, but also the lack of social skills to know how inappropriate that is to actually pull it off. Like if he were public school, he'd like come up with the idea and they'd all talk about it, but no one would have the balls to do it. Because uh-huh. they'd be like, oh, no, we're going to get in trouble. But the homeschooler is like, what are rules? What are social norms? Where's the bottom of the pool? <laughs> and there you go.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of ways that could have gone bad. I mean, how did he know that that she was the one that was going to perform mouth-to-mouth? Because there was a male lifeguard there, too.
1: Yeah. What if it was a male lifeguard, and he's got to keep his eyes closed, and he's just enjoying it, and then he opens his eyes, and it's like an awakening physically, but also like a sexual awakening, and he doesn't know what to do, and he's homeschooled, so he can't really talk about it, and it's awkward, and then finally he's going to Ted Cruz's bunker because the apocalypse has come (laughs) because Trump got reelected and... Ted Cruz is like okay we need you to profess your sexuality and he's like I thought I just had to be a Christian to use your bunker he's like no you gotta be straight and then you see the conversion chamber open up off to the side and poor little guy gets sucked in again I don't know where that came from I'm sorry I derailed this <laughs> but it all comes back to the bunker
0: I have no agenda Like, I just I just want to hear you, you take these things and run with them <laughs>
1: This is why I'm not allowed to get drunk because I say these things when I'm sober at 10 a.m. And it would be very bad if I had a lot of alcohol in me and I became even more free <laughs> My balls are too free, free-balling sober. I can't free-ball drunk. Bad things have happened.
0: Okay. You have a homeschool bunker. Yes. Who is allowed love- in your homeschool bunker?
1: Oh, is this like a dream team? Like I get to pick people because I'm gonna pick Batman.
0: I'm just throwing it out there. Like I'm, I'm, I just, I just want to hear you go with it. Like I'm not gonna say anything. Just, just who is in your homeschool bunker?
1: Who is in my homeschool bunker? We're gonna pick. Okay, so we're gonna pick Batman just because, like, hi, Daddy, Batman in that bat suit or out of it, and then we're gonna pick. um, I think Mike Rowe, the guy from Dirty Jobs, was pick. He's cool. I like how he thinks and I feel like he'd have a good set of skills and the personality to teach people like the little, you know, plebes that I let in off the streets. He'd teach them valuable skills to help us all survive if society also, is
0: low maintenance. Micro's not gonna bring the okay? drama.
1: Mm Um who else? Micro. I feel like I should probably pick a woman and I need some diversity here, so let me think. Mm, I want to say Oprah could, ooh, no, no, we're going to go with Ben Carson in case anyone needs heart surgery, and that covers some other bases as well. Could be a little awkward. People are like, why are you trying to, like, talk about housing? Like, HUD-DASH, what? You do heart surgery. Why are, what? And we will just be like. And remember, there's an operating table over there. That's your happy place. And you're like, oh yeah, go over and play with his scalpels, and we'll all be good. <laughs> um, who else? Give me some female names.
0: Would you let Adele in your bunker?
1: Oh yes. Oh yes. Let's get Adele in there because there's going to be a nuclear wasteland. Like, no music will be out there. She could sing, and I feel like secretly, like she's sassy. She's got some good jokes. Uh huh. So Adele would be good. And that would keep morale up. Uh, ooh, you know what? Let's have um, Mad Dog Mattis, our new Secretary of Defense. Let's have him in there because that'll be good for helping us defend ourselves in case of the obvious incoming attacks.
0: I feel like The Rock mm-hmm. needs to be in the bunker too. Oh,
1: yeah. He's so daddy. He is daddy-off. He needs to be in there just for like sustaining the species if necessary. And also morale.
0: If you don't think Rock could be our next president, like...
1: Oh, he absolutely could be.
0: I feel like people are really underselling this. Like, he could very well be one of our next presidents.
1: Put him in a suit. If Donald Trump can do it, anybody can. It's the American dream.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm, claiming, I'm claiming Tebow for my bunker. I gotta have Tim Tebow.
1: Oh, no. No. Not fair. I will trade you. I'll trade you Mike Rowe for Tim Tebow.
0: <sighs> that's that's a tempting offer. I don't know. i have to think you about know. that.
1: Also, I just have to throw this out there, Tim Tebow. If you're out there, I am single. I love Jesus. I love you. I'll have your babies, just in case he ever listens to fun, sexy Bible time. She said, "Like I've read his book. I have an unhealthy love for that man."
0: Is Is there anything he could do? Like, I mean, like, what was the thing he did? Like with like the the proms for like the special? Oh, like, for his- the
1: special, yeah, the um, night to shine. Yeah. Combs. Ugh. <laughs> Kill me. Like, I, right in the feels.
0: Is there anything he could do to make himself more appealing? Just, like, have puppies hanging out of his pockets, like, at all times?
1: Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe, uh, if he were to ever do some kind of photo shoot where there's no shirt and there are, like, firearms, <laughs> that would probably <laughs> up the attractiveness. <laughs> And somehow there's like a Bible verse tattoo about um, Donkey Dong. Like, that would be acceptable. He could pull it off, I think.
0: (laughs) Are you letting Duggars into your bunker?
1: Mm, No. They will repopulate like rabbits, and we're going to run out of room and resources in no time. (laughs) Also, the one, what's his name, Josh or whatever, he's going to be going around like sleeping with everybody, and there will be too much drama then his wife is going to be like, I'm over here pregnant with your 17th child. Also, who's the mom? Michelle Duggar, is that her name?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. I'd be worried for safety, honestly, because she's had so many kids. I don't know, like, is there a reverse effect where she becomes a black hole and, like, just small children walk by and get sucked up into her uterus. Like,
0: That's why you got Because ben it's Carson.
1: shot so many children out.
0: That's why you've got yeah, Ben Carson. Yeah, Ben will He'll keep everything running right? smoothly.
1: Okay, so you said you'd have Tim Tebow. Who else is in your bunker?
0: Uh, I want Ron Paul in my bunker. Like I just, mm-hmm. yeah, I just I, if there's a bunker, I need Ron Paul in it. Ron Paul, Tim Tebow, um, still better. Did you claim the rock, or is the rock still on the table?
1: The rock is on the table. I,
0: f- I think like any situation is made better by the rock.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, like I would have him officiate my wedding.
0: Yeah, I. I just I. Feel Ooh, dibs
1: like on Ellen. <laughs> that just came to mind. Morale, we need Ellen.
0: Could I get the? Could I have the Ninja Turtles in my bunker?
1: Yeah, I think so. In their human form or uh, turtley form.
0: That's a good. That's a good.
1: Did they have a human form? Well, I guess I'm thinking like actual turtles you could like pick up in a pond.
0: Um, I like the Green Ranger from the Power Rangers. I like the Green mm-hmm. Ranger. Yes. And, and, uh, Tommy in my, mm-hmm. um, and maybe also, maybe also, uh, Carl Winslow from step by enough step, but from family matters.
1: Hmm. And what purpose does he serve?
0: I feel like he'd, he'd just be, uh, he'd, he he'd help keep everybody in line.
1: Oh yeah, he would. He definitely would.
0: I'm struggling to Ugh. add. I'm struggling to add females to my bunker because I'm a married man. So it feels like any any female bunker yeah. out there is gonna be construed the wrong way.
1: Well, you can take Ellen if you want, since she won't be a threat in that way. <laughs> I don't know if that's super offensive to say, no. but I mean, as long as you keep her away from uh, Ted Cruz's conversion chamber, yeah, she won't be a threat.
0: <laughs> um. Maggie, thank you for being on the show.
1: Thank you. This is the life we got an ab workout, laughing.
0: I don't think it's a stretch to feel uh, to say that we we may have saved Christianity itself on this. Show. We may
1: have. We I think we may have. We may have saved America with our bunker setups, keeping people aware.
0: I, I just feel like all the other theological podcasts are not dealing with the donkey dong verse.
1: That's the real issue. No one's writing an exegesis on it, and. The world needs that.
0: She lusted after her lovers whose genitals were like those of donkeys. Did, did she know? Is that why she lusted after them? Did she know what donkey donkeys look like?
1: Did she have a fetish? Was she really into donkeys? Would she ask him to get on all fours and wear a tail? We don't know. We you don't know, know.
0: I feel like there's some pastors somewhere that are trying to, to like put a political spin on this. of Like the donkey is the Democratic Party.
1: Mm. So that means Democrats are well endowed.
0: Or maybe that the woman is, or the the woman is America, and like this is America, you know, flirting with the Democratic Party, and God is not pleased. Oh. I feel like there's got to be some Baptist pastors somewhere that are trying to yeah. make a that connection.
1: That's a good angle. Someone could take that. It could really go somewhere.
0: Pat Robertson, where have you gone?
1: <laughs> where are you, Tim Keller? Come right for us. Examine this.
0: All right, Maggie, thank you for being on the show.
1: All right, thank you, Matthew.